Protectorate Productions Comedy Showcase. You will hear things from Classic Team Jadith Live, some new items, and I'm hoping to get some other podcasters on board by simply asking them if I could use some clips from their shows, maybe even from shows long ago. Well, jump into the adventure with me, because here we go. Hello, me zombie. Many people have bad feelings about zombie. They say zombie eat brains. That stereotype and, excuse me, (laughs) all stereotype is bad. Zombie valuable person. One day, zombie may even be president. Paid for by the Foundation for a Better Tomorrow. For zombies. Ah! The glorious out of doors. Ah! I see a wild creature out here. I think it's a... Uh-oh. Oh, oh crud. It's... Oh, man. It's, it's a bat free. Um, guys, guys, uh, listen to this sketch by John Bell. Um, I've, I've got to hide. Uh, uh, hold on, hold on. Uh, I had to hide. I had to get in the building. That bat freeze are dangerous, man. They are dangerous. Oh, okay. Um, I think I'm safe now. Bell's in the bat free. John Bell's show can be found at thebatfree.com on the Mutual Audio Network and finer podcast sites. F- fine, fine, finer podcast sites? John, are you, are you sure that's what I was supposed to read? Yes, yes, the finer sites. We're trying to imply that only the finer sites would carry bells in the... In the... Okay, you can skip that part. Step aside, everybody. Here I come to save the day. It's It's Mr. Wizard. Wizard. Give me that telephone. Is that bum still on the line? Uh, Yes, and he can hear you. Good. Hello. Is this the bum that's holding the hostages? Well, listen here. Have you shot him yet? Well, what's the holdup? We all have things to do around here. All right, then don't shoot him, you big wuss. Blow him up. It's a lot more effective and a lot more fun, let me tell you. You could always bring in a big vat of acid. I've got one in my office you can use. And a good fire is always a nice, exciting way to go. Well, what's it going to be? What do you mean, am I serious? Are you serious? Why am I wasting time if you're not serious? (laughs) Okay, I was just kidding. I'm not really serious. I was just stalling you until the SWAT team can sneak up behind you, which should be right about... Now. Suspect secured. Okay, Mr. Bell, crisis solved. Call me when you got another one. See you later. Goodbye, everybody. Uh, Mr. Bell? Yes, Brad. That was Plan Plan B. B. Before there was That Story Show with James Kennison over at NLCast.com that stood for Nobody's Listening. Here's a clip from that old classic version of what is still a good show today. 
And David, what I decided to do was I wanted to tell them the story of our tire swing in Yulee, Florida. Oh, the torture chamber. <laughs> Is that what you call it? That's what we called it. The things we're not supposed to speak Hold of. Hold on. Okay, we had this amazing rope swing. I remember it completely differently than he did because I was 10 years older. <laughs> but this pine tree was huge. I mean, that's there's only two kinds of trees in Florida, pine trees and oak trees. And this was a pine tree 100 miles up in the air. Big old giant rope hanging from the only branch this thing has. It leaned just perfectly, and it's hard to explain. But if you got in it, there was a board, okay? I'm sorry, a tire on this on this thing, and you could uh, – sit on top of the tire, somehow get up behind the tree, push off and do flips and stuff in the air as you rotate it in a circle back to the other side of the tree where you could time it perfectly every time, put your feet on the tree and push off and go back. And we just do that for hours. Mm -hmm. That was before you were allowed to come outside, Yeah, you and John. And then after that. After that, the tire uh, fell off or something and we put a big loop at the end of this thing and realized that a 50-gallon metal drum okay, it was metal. fit okay, I perfectly in this uh, – maybe it was plastic. We had plastic ones and metal ones. I think it was a metal one though. But anyway, we, we, it fit perfectly inside this loop. And so we began to insert uh, Jonathan and David who <laughs> must have been four, five, six yeah. years old into this barrel and swing them around. Okay, just pushing them around, and it was fun and all this stuff. But then, David, if you remember carefully, <laughs> we began realizing that if you spun this thing hard enough in, in a circle, you know, it could make them dizzy. So we'd have fun doing that. But then we were like, no, 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 not just spinning it back and forth. Let's wind this thing up like a, like a balsa wood airplane. And, dude, we one time wound this thing up with them in it so tight that there were knots up in the rope. You know what mm-hmm. I'm talking about? Where there wasn't rope. It was just a series of knots. It was three or four feet higher off the ground oh, yeah. than it usually was. We had these boys in there and we let it go. And this thing was like this. It was like a speed of light. It was like a, it was a blur. It was it? a big circle just hanging at the end of a string. And we would laugh so stinking hard. David, I want you to give. I want to give you the opportunity to explain what this was on like. My on my side of the story, yes. being tortured by my old brothers and sisters inside the barrel of doom. Well, the thing is, then we started out nice and fine. We were all me and John, were all giggling inside like four year olds should. And then, because um, four year olds aren't supposed to and, be tortured, and then, and then it was just like lost. The, all the grown ups went to go talk. And me and John were sitting there next to the bucket, and they came back. Hey guys, you want to try something new? Yeah, we we want to we want to worship thy older brothers and sisters. <laughs> you guys loved us. We did. So y'all put us in the in the bucket again, and we're sitting there, and we're like, this is gonna be so cool, Jonathan, and all this stuff. So then they start turning us. You know, mm. it wasn't going that fast. You know, they were just round, wounding us up. Yeah, yeah. Well, after you notice your elevation, your ears start popping, and then you get <laughs> higher and higher off the ground. And then they're like, okay, and they let us go. Well, the thing is, when a bucket has people in it, it's pretty much sitting straight up. Right? It's yeah, like yeah, up and vertical, down. Like yeah. It, yeah. So you can get out of the top of it. Well, by this thing going spinning all the way around, it was horizontal, <laughs> horizontal. to the hor- to the, to the bushes. So when we were spinning around, we saw yours, Amy's, and Leanne's faces. <laughs> we were laughing. <laughs> like, ah, ah. You guys were plastered to the back. One of the things we couldn't move. 
centrifugal force. We couldn't move. And you guys were crying. I always see the light. I see the light, and I try to see my hand go up to the light to grab the end. It gets slapped myself in the face because of gravity slaps me. <laughs> you guys, I couldn't move. You would just be crying in the barrel. And I don't know why it seems so twisted now, but it was the funniest thing in the world. And when oh. it was over, the best part. Oh, shut up. The best part is that they, they, we, the barrel would go back down to vertical again, yeah. where the opening was at the top and the, and, and they would, we'd try to get them out and they couldn't move. And so we would just pick up the end of the barrel and dump just dump out. them out on the ground. And they would just <laughs> lay there. However, they fell like two rag dolls, just moaning like, oh, <laughs> We look like two old dogs that were having seizures. Every time I look up, y'all would be moving. I would try to go to y'all. <laughs> and the they would keep backing spinning. up. They would keep backing up. They were so dizzy. James, watch, watch. And you know what? The sad thing is we did that so many times. That's wonder I get woozy on roller coasters and stuff that See, you'd spins. think it would have built up a tolerance. You should be able to be like an astronaut no. on that spinning gyration thing that makes people's faces bend back. You'd be like smoking a cigarette or something. Just like, yeah, turn it up, man. There's nothing compared to my brother. I just close my eyes and see y'all. Oh, my gosh. Oh, that was so fun. Uh Oh, dude, that thing just spin around vertical, horizontal rather. Oh. I mean, it was parallel with the ground, dude. You, it was, and and the the rope would be spinning so fast too that it looked like a like a like a a bowstring. If you ever take yeah, a rope yeah. and just hold it and spin it around, yeah. oh my goodness, it was horrible, dude. Because the and thing you guys is, you would were be so in there sick, going, you you'd hear, as <laughs> you went around, the opening would come past your head. <laughs> The thing is, I, and you couldn't I, hardly talk, so you didn't even know how to say. Our stop. lungs were in, in my butt cheeks. <laughs> Every time I sat down, I got out of breath. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> We got the same freaking laugh. Oh, I'm crying. Uh, me too. Uh. You are about to hear a sheep laughs comedy. For your safety, please do not listen while doing the following activities. Operating heavy equipment, deep sea diving, skydiving or dumpster diving, honeymooning, robbing a bank, escaping from prison, while in a theater, while blow drying your hair in the shower, going over Niagara Falls in a barrel or an airtight drum, spelunking, defenestrating, or during an earthquake. This message is brought to you by the Office of Recreational Audio Safety. Listen responsibly. Now let's join Reverend Milton Blumquist as he records his radio broadcast at home. <clears throat> I'm so excited, I love recording my radio show. Tape recorders are amazing things. I can just stick this cassette in here, close it, ow! Caught my pinky in it. All right, where's the first page of my sermon notes? Got, got to be here somewhere. Hey! <sighs> You Alpo snarfing rat faced critter! Give me that paper! Give me it! Well, at least I got part of it. If you wasn't my wife's darling little poofy face, I'd. Well, I'll just go ahead and get started here. Just hit the start button and come out preaching. 
All right, you grungy pieces of trash, listen up. I hit the wrong button. Here's the group Garbage with their hit. I think you sing. How do you turn this grungy, trashy garbage off? Where the hits like your zip keep on pop-pop-popping up. Which switch? Which switch? Which switch? Which switch? Oh, that switch. Got to remember that. Got it now. We're rolling. Howdy, y'all. My name is Reverend Milton Blumquist, and I'd like to welcome you to In Heaven's Name, my weekly radio broadcast. Today's topic, patience. Having patience in the midst of trials is a testimony to the Word of God in you. Now, sometimes God will have to train us to have patience through repeated lessons. Now, sometimes we don't know as much about it as we think we do, and He's trying to tell us something. But we never shut up long enough to listen. Get that noisy thing out of my yard or I'll kick you in the caboose. Comes by here same time every week interrupting my recording. Devil must have been on that train. That's what it was. That was a hellbound train. All right. Back to my message. <coughs> Just like you have to train a dog through repetition, the Lord sometimes has to repeat lessons in our lives until we learn them. He might even have to whack us a time or two to get our attention. Hush, Fluffy! I, I said quiet down! Quiet down, you mangy, mop-headed, Cujo wannabe! No good excuse for a poodle! You want me to kick you into the next state? Help! Help get this fancy, fuzzy, foaming, fiendish, flea-bitten, fat-headed, four-footed freak off me! There's a snap. He bit me! He kicks it! And it's a field goal. The crowd goes wild. It's over. Stupid radio again. Boy, when my wife finds out about this, I'll be in the doghouse with that fur-lined fish-breath Frankenstein. Woo! Devil must have got into that dog. That was the hound from hell. All right, back to my message. Sometimes a test of patience comes to us through those close to us. For example, losing our temper with those around us will mess up our testimony to them. The way we treat our neighbor determines what they think of the God we serve. Cut off your stupid car alarm! Felstein, turn that thing off! What thing? Are you deaf or just plain dumb, boy? Now you shut it off or I'll shut you off. You got that? Thank you. Oh, by the way, are you still going to church with me this Sunday? Sore head. Oh, well, maybe now I can finish my message in peace. Now, oftentimes, brethren and sistern, it's the little things in life that can get to you. It's the, it, it, it's, it's the little distractions that can bug the life out of us and, 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 and it causes us to lose it completely. Where would that thing come from? Anyway, if that happens to you, you need more patience. All right, I've had it. Hold still, let me nail you with this swatter. That almost got you, you buzzing little... Where'd he go? Ha! Must have scared him off. Guess I showed him who's boss. Back to my message. Now, the fly's back. I'm gonna kill this fly. He's trying to fly my nose. Whoa, there he is. Gotcha. Ha! He was a big one. Devil must have sent that fly. No wonder they call him Beelzebub, Lord of the Flies. Now, my final question for you is, have you learned patience, or is the Lord going to have to keep trying to teach it to you? 
In heaven's name, what? They hung up. What? The train's back. Hey, get that train out of here. The fly's back. The dog's back. There goes the radio again. The fly's trying to dive by me. Out, you ankle biting little. Let go of my leg. What's going on here? Lord, what else could happen? my testimony right down the tubes. Lord, I can't do this. I just don't have the patience. Wait a minute. Something just rang a bell. I I don't have the patience. Oh, Lord, are, are you trying to tell me something here? Maybe I should have read my scripture for today right off the bat. James 1 and 2. It says, My brethren, count it all joy when you fall into divers' temptations. Now, I don't know what kind of temptations a diver would have to face, but but I'm sure they're much the same as the rest of us. Knowing this, that the trying of your faith worketh patience. Well, there it is, Lord. I've been so blind trying to tell others about patience when, when I didn't even have it myself. Lord, I'm sorry. Please forgive me and, and help me to learn from this today. In Jesus' name, amen. <laughs> Wow. After that, I feel all cleaned out inside. Now I can do this sermon. Well, no. Actually, I can't. Fluffy? Fluffy, come here, boy. Come here. Look, I'm sorry I fussed at you. Let me have a look at those ribs. Oh, I think you're okay. Uh, Look, let's go next door and visit Felstein. I've got some restitutin' to do. You know, if you enjoy listening to comedy and would like to do it yourself... You can. For free comedy and drama scripts for you or your drama team to perform, go to www.christianskitscripts.com. Plus, you'll find soundtrack CDs you can purchase to enhance your performance of the skits. It's do-it-yourself Christian comedy at christianskitscripts.com. And here's this week's old-time radio moment, brought to you by the Retro Radio Podcast and Keith Healthley. Maryland's right, Costello. This is your chance to become famous. Now, you've got a good job as a baseball player, and you might find your proper niche in life. Yes, I might. I mean, after all, if I find my... What will I find? A niche, a niche. You'll find your niche. Abbott, when I find an itch, I scratch it. No. (laughs) What in the world are you talking about? An itch. I once had the seven-year itch. What happened? I scratched real fast and got rid of it in three and a half years. (laughs) I'm not talking about that kind of an itch. I mean, a niche in life. A niche in life is what everyone is looking for. Anyone who is successful has found a niche. Well, if that's the case, I know an Airedale and is doing very well. Uh, when you listen, listen to me, Costello. When I say a niche, I don't mean a niche like you have when you have an itch. No. I mean a niche like you have when you have a notch. Oh, you don't mean an itch like a niche when you have a niche. You mean a niche like you have when you have a notch. Now you've got it. Now I've got it. I don't even know what I'm talking about. <laughs> Costello, why do you mash everything up like that? You're the most mixed-up man I ever saw. Well, maybe it's because I fell on my mother's mix master this morning. She had a tip for mashed potatoes. Oh. <laughs> I'm all muddled. I know that. I'm idiot. All I'm trying to tell you is that a niche is a notch. Catch? Notch. Notch. All right. Now you know that a niche is a notch. Uh, you know that both of them are the same. Yes. Now, I could have a notch and you could have a niche. Yes. Niche to me and notch to you. Yes. <laughs> 
I'm only trying to impress you the importance of being a big, big league ball player and having a good income. Did you ever draw a nice big fat salary? No, I never drew a fat salary, but I once sketched a skinny tomato. No, no, no. No, no when I say draw, I don't mean draw like you draw when you draw. All I mean draw like you draw when you draw a salary. Have it. Let me smell your breath. Mm-hmm. Just as I thought. You've drawn one too many already. Can you listen to me, please? When I say you draw a salary, I mean you draw money. Now he's got me drawing money. Wait till the FBI finds out about this. I'll probably draw 20 years in a clink. And they don't feed you any salary in there, either. Costello, when I say you draw money, I mean you draw like you draw money to spend it. Not, not like when you draw on an easel. That's what I always say. With money, it's easel come, easel go. No, no, no. Everybody draws money. I draw money. I've been drawing money for years. My brother draws money. He's been drawing money for years. You draw, and your brother draws? Certainly. Just as I thought. You and your brother are an old pair of drawers. The end is near. No, it's not. Yes, it is. Trust me, the end is definitely not near. Well, that's a relief. The end is here. What? Have a good day, and remember, laughter, it's a really good medicine.